Hey, welcome back to another episode of What's Not Going On. It is Takashi Williams, your host. And in this episode, we are talking to Mazen Al-Safi. He's currently a student at Columbia University and is studying in sociology and African-American studies. He's also the creative director at Barriers Worldwide and the founder of his own startup, Abolished Global. In this episode, we will talk about not only his work for Barriers Worldwide and also his future projects like Abolish, but we'll also talk about his aspirations in not only the fashion world, but in the whole world itself. I hope you enjoy the episode and stay tuned for more. Who is Mazen Al Safi? Yeah, so um, I'm just a 19 year old kid from Syracuse, New York. Uh, my parents are from Sudan. Um, they came came to America in search of a better life, and um, they've always looked out for me and and told me and and tried to put me on the right path. Because um, growing up from Syracuse, low income community. Um, predominantly African American community, one that I grew up in. Uh, a lot of a lot of kids they fall victim to the system. Um, it's almost like their their uh, future is already predetermined. Um, whether it's uh, to go to jail or to get killed, um, to have their lives cut short. And um, you know, I didn't I didn't want to see my peers um, become another victim of that and um, my parents didn't want to see that from me either so it's like uh it's always this pressure and this um this this goal to really try to like break barriers um and just to uplift the people around me as well um for me being a creative wasn't always like in my mind um like mostly school it was like everything with school was strictly like stem at first um Cause like in my school, a lot of people can vouch for this. Um, Syracuse City School District, like a lot of the creative side of things, is like creativity is pretty much suppressed. Um, it's almost as if like they don't expect the students to be successful in art or uh, whatever it is, like music, um, things of that nature. Um, and you know they try to put, they try to tell the students to do things such as STEM. Not, not everyone. Um, maybe not everyone is like in, interested in STEM or they're not interested in, in becoming a doctor or becoming an engineer, you know, and some people might want to become artists. Some people want to become designers. So um, one thing for me, like I always had some sort of this creative side to me, but it's like I never I never really got to tap into it until coming to campus and seeing the other creative people around me. Um, and yeah, like just I love I love black history. It's always it's always been a passion of mine and um, just really having conversations with people, people from all different backgrounds, people from all different age groups. And, and I feel like I can learn from anybody and everybody. So I'm all ears um, to whoever. And that's something that's very important in becoming a creative is just having an open perspective, uh, having an open mind and being able to really take inspiration and, and learn from everybody. Um, that's, that's pretty much who I am though, yeah. 
Great. So to hit on something you said, you were talking about a lot how you appreciate African-American history and how yeah. that's sort of something you've been into. So currently, I believe you are an African-American studies. You're majoring in that in Columbia right now, if yeah. I'm correct. Yeah. So I guess to ask another question on that, sort of how do you feel barriers reflects the views that you have with history, specifically for African-Americans and sort of as a clothing brand and all the work that you've done with it already? Yeah, I think um, I, like with Barriers, like I've never seen a brand do what Barriers is doing and like to the extent and to the level that they're doing it at. Um, like one of the reasons why I even wanted to do work for Barriers because like I, I wouldn't, I want to see a lot of brands that um, were trying to uh, inform the people on the figures. Um, I think like when talking to Barter, the, the owner, the founder of the brand, I was asking him, like, you know, what was the inspiration? Um, why, like, why do you want to create something like barriers? And he was just telling me, like, um, from his time at school, he wasn't learning enough about people like Malcolm X or the Black Panther Party. Um, similar to me, um, it was the same way. My teachers would call people like Malcolm X uh, radical and, and, and bad people, you know. We would always learn about Martin Luther King, you know, but we wouldn't learn enough about the Black Panther Party. And when we do, they're often... Uh, described as radical, militant, like dangerous people, uh, when in fact that's not that's not what they are and that's not what they represent. So it's like with with barriers, they're doing a great job and in, like informing the people and um, making sure that people know who they're wearing. Like not only is it fashionable, it's cool to wear, but it's like it's you're wearing things with a purpose. Um, you're walking with a purpose. You're going places with a purpose. Every time you put on a Huey hoodie or a Angela Davis hoodie, like. You're representing, you're representing something that's bigger than you and bigger than you think. And these are people who um, allowed us to get to the places that we're in today. So I think Barry's is doing a great job um, kind of connecting not only just history, but also the fashion aspect. Um, there's not enough Black designers um, and Black designers don't get enough the recognition, don't get the recognition they deserve, even though Black people are pretty much the primary consumers of fashion, people who started streetwear, it's like um, black people need more recognition, design, black designers need more recognition. I think Barter and just Barriers as a whole, um, we're doing a really great job in doing that. And the pop-ups, having, having people from all over the world come to our pop-ups and look at the art on the walls and really take in everything. It's not just about the clothes, but it's the message behind the clothes. And um, I think I think Barriers is doing a good job of them right now. And um, I'm really happy to be a part of the journey. That's so awesome. Um, I just remember, because for me, I'm going to have you explain what Barriers is in a sec, because I'm kind of realizing like some people may not know the brand yet, which is crazy. But um, I, it's just a crazy feeling, because I remember just seeing a lot of like my friends like posting like Barriers, like the hoodies with Huey on and everything. I was just like, yo, what is this? Yeah. Out the page and everything. It's, it's a movement, I feel like, bro. Like, I feel like, you know, there are only few brands, especially cities like in cities like New York, where like, there's really like a whole movement, I feel like behind barriers and just like, you know, like it's so, it's not only like a black empowerment movement, I feel like, but it's just also just like feel good, happy movement, especially after a year like 2020 with racial injustice and everything. But, um, to get back to it a bit, what is Barriers? What is Barriers New York? Um, yeah, so Barriers New York uh, is, is a, like you were saying, it's a movement uh, more than it is, I would describe it as a brand. 
Um, but like, uh, it was created by Stephen Barter. Um, he's the owner, founder of it. And um, he made this brand with the intent of like, you know, breaking barriers, like has the name. So pretty much um, with Barter, he was telling me that, um, you know, oftentimes, you know, black people are looked at as if they can't, they can't achieve, they can't succeed in, in these in these areas, such as like fashion um, and uh, the arts. However, you know, um, Barter, he wanted to prove that, you know, like we're more than what statistics say, we're more than what um, the white gaze says about us. And for, for Barter, he wanted barriers to be something where everybody can feel good about themselves. Everybody can feel inspired and feel motivated while learning about their people, um, but also, you know, making sure they feel good and making sure they they're walking with confidence they're doing things with a purpose um so barriers barriers aims to empower the people um empower the people and also inform and inspire that's the main goal of barriers and just to unite the people regardless of where they come from I, you know we've do, been doing a lot of, like history related pieces um but we're trying to transition into more uh different figures such as latin american figures um Native American figures as well, and, and, and people from all different backgrounds, because Barriers is more than just um, me, it's more than just Barters, everybody, everybody is a part of the brand, so. Just to sort of get the basics off before we just continue diving in, because this is just such a great sort of like vibe already in itself. What sort of is your job as the creative director of the brand? Like, what are you supposed to do? What does Stephen Barter have you doing at the brand? Yeah, so... Um, so like I, I study African-American studies at Columbia. So, you know, I, a lot of the information that I learned from school and just even outside information, um, I try to bring that into the brand because um, not everybody is able to learn or have access to the resources that we're having on campus. So it's like, you know, and I, I don't feel like we should gatekeep information, um, especially valuable information like that. So, you know, with me, um, I do my best to make sure the people who who um, don't get enough recognition in, in our school systems, in the public school systems, I want to make sure we shed light on them. And um, so people know their stories and understand how um, how impactful they were in our societies. Um, so Barter has me doing a lot of uh, creative direction in the sense that um, I inspire you know, hoodies. So, for example, if I'm going to make a piece on uh, Fred Hampton or, or Huey, um, I find things that... Um, I find different pieces or books or, or articles or things that can inspire the collection and um, influence uh, the future pop-ups. Uh, so I do a lot of work on that. Um, I also do a lot of, I write, um, I write, I've been writing articles for barriers as well. So recently um, wrote something on the Palestine, the situation in Palestine, um, informing the people on Palestine. And right now I'm writing something on what's going on in Haiti. And, um, just dating back from the revolution till now and how Haiti's been affected by um, Western imperialism and, and, and all these aspects um, that we're not taught enough about in these public school systems yet again. So my job in Barry's is to make sure we have the information, make sure like what we're, what we're putting on our uh, clothes and um, so that the people can understand and so that everybody can have access and, and recognize like what it is that we're trying to put out there. So also like a lot of um, social media work. So running the social media page and uh, emails and things like that. 
So pretty much a mixture of everything, but um, mostly, you know, helping with the information and, and inspiring the, the hoodies and other pieces. There are a lot yeah. of interviews that Stephen Barter had, some with Vogue, some with Has No Biety. In the interview, Barter said, I founded the brand in 2015. It was a long journey, but Jeff and Malik stood by me since the brand first started. As the years went on, we included more people who helped out. Chuck, Matt, Mason, Daquan, Malcolm, Jose, and Rob. It's impossible to do everything alone. Having a brand like Barry's needs collectivity and a solid community. Not everyone will have the same hunger and drive as you. That's why it's crucial to have a team with a similar drive and appreciate the vision as much as you do. Do you feel like it's challenging to you going to school like Columbia and having that sort of workload as well? Um, it can be. It can be. I'm not going to lie. Um, at times it can be. But this is something that, you know, that I, I love to do. And that's something that, you know, I wanted to get myself into in the first place. Um, this the, the process, like I was in a freshman year, like I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, I wasn't even an African-American studies major at the time. I really wanted to do it. But. Um, I didn't really know what I wanted to do because, you know, my there's a lot of pressure from my family, you know, to become a doctor and, and do things related to STEM, like I was telling you before. And like, I didn't know what um, I could do with uh, an African-American studies degree. I didn't know like whether it would be the best thing that to help my family get out the situation that they're in. But, um, you know, I, I wanted to take that risk. You know, I wanted to tap into something uh, like that. And um, I sent Barter a DM one day. And I was like, yo, I'm, I'm interested. Um, I don't know if this would be the best place to contact you, but, um, you know, I'm a student at Columbia and, you know, I'm, I've been a follower of the brand for so long. And, and then from there, like, you know, everything took off as crazy as it sounds. Just all it took was just a simple text message, a DM on Instagram. And, um, and it's like, ever since then, you know, I've been able to go to live with barter in la and like while while taking classes in zoom and it's like waking up at 5 a.m for a class and then having to finish my classes and then go to the factories and help out with the design process and things like that it can be very overwhelming i'm not gonna lie but at the end of the day it's like it's all about the bigger picture it's all about what the big the main goal is and for me that's to inspire the people that's to inspire the youth um and making sure the people the people feel good about themselves and the people get that information because um, our school systems, the public school systems, they're not doing enough to teach people like you and me and, and other students from Syracuse and other cities across the country. So it's like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it for the people. It's bigger than me. It's bigger than just the brand. It's just for everybody else. And that's something that keeps me going. Um, even though I might have finals, midterms that can come in the way. Um, but I feel like doing this work with barriers helps me uh, stay focused, helps me uh, remember like why I'm here. Why, what am I doing? Like I always remember this purpose and um, yeah, that helps me go and keep going. Yeah. That's so awesome. Like it's just crazy. Cause I feel like now, especially with our generation, like I feel like, you know, it's just like we've, I feel like we're just so much more connected with everyone. When I say everyone, I mean like people like, for example, Stephen Barter, just like designers even. And the fact that you can even just reach out to someone and be like, yo, like I really mess with your stuff. Like, this is fire. Like, how can I sort of get on board and then get a reply? That's what's up. And I mean, I think it even says a lot about his character as well, sort of giving like a kid from New York, a black kid from New York, like a shot like that. Like, 
that's that's really what's up and like i feel like we need to see a lot more of that and that's like a really that's a fire story for sure um, so but um man i do have a couple more quotes here i look you want to get into because earlier you were talking about how berries is sort of i guess spreading out and when i mean like spreading out i mean sort of like discussing the history so not only black history and african-american history but also native american history latinx history and he even said that in a Vogue interview recently. So what can fans of the brand sort of expect in the future coming from the creative director himself? Yeah, so the fans can expect um, a lot um, a lot more than just hoodies from now on, like uh, a lot more than just hoodies and shirts because we're trying to, we're trying to like make a museum of, of just art and different, different pieces from everywhere. Like um, I think, we're putting in a lot more work into our installations and um, our pop-ups because it's like, we want it to be like a mini museum for the people to come and, and visit. Um, and, and from there, like, you know, black history, you know, we, we do a lot of black history, but we also want to be more inclusive to other people and other, other uh, different histories because it all comes together. You know, there are a lot of black figures who are inspired by Latin American figures, you know, for example, the black Panther party, a lot of them were inspired by different revolutionaries from Latin America. So it's important to share those sides of the stories as well. Um, and the best, the best way to do that is to get perspectives um, from those sides and, and to really tap in and read and read and read more into it. Um, and that's something that we've been trying to do and something that we've been trying to look into. Um, so mostly making sure our installations, um, our installations are more inclusive in that aspect and, and having more different pieces, um, more than just hoodies, we're trying to do things like uh, more paintings, um, potentially sculptures and, and things like that. Just working with different people from all areas. Um, I think the beauty of, of Barry is that we have such a, an amazing fan base that like there's so many talented people who, who are constantly reaching out to us. So, and and one thing about Barter, like you were saying is like, he's, he's always willing to work with people regardless of where you come from. You know, if you have the talent, if you have the drive, um, the ambition, then he's willing to make things work with you. And um, I think we're going to see a lot more of that going forward with our pieces. Um, and yeah. So when you're talking about, I guess, like museums and paintings, like, will it be from like, I guess, like African-American artists? Will it be like stuff from the past? Will it be like new next gen sort of black artists? Like what can, I guess, type of paintings or sculptures are there going to be? Yeah, so a mixture of, of everything you were just saying. So um, for the last pop-up, we had, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Haji. Uh, he does work with uh, ASAP Rocky or his or, his like organization, AUG. Um, he's, he does like, yeah, Basquiat. Uh, like his work reminds me of, of Basquiat's work. And, and he does a lot of like photography. He does film work. Um, and uh, Haji has been doing a lot of the artwork for Barriers um, for these past few pop-ups. And also uh, we've been looking into other artists um, from places like Maryland, from places um, you would never imagine who come in and do work for us and just do work with us. Um, so we're, we're looking to like work with everybody, like regardless of whether um, it's art from the past or whether it's art um, from now, um, we're looking to incorporate everything into the pop-ups and installations. 
I guess I have one last question before we get into, I guess, um, why well, you know, you were talking a bit about Basquiat and Og and like sort of uh, creatives like in New yeah. York. What, I guess, celebrities or figures from the past or even in the present have inspired you the most when you sort of doubt, like sort of dove into this like fashion world, expand doctor um, things like that. Yeah, so for me, like I take inspiration from like almost anything, like whether it's music, whether it's art, um, whatever it is. So for me, like my inspiration ranges from like people like uh, Samuel Ross, who uh, is a designer at Cold Wall. Um, Pierre, the brand Pierre Moss, um, Wells Bonner, uh, even like artists, like artists such as Kanye. Kanye, the way he was able to go from the music world into the fashion world and and just do things that nobody's ever seen before in that aspect is just amazing to me. And um, even Virgil, despite like Virgil's, you know, doing a lot of very uh, out there things in the past year, but uh, Virgil, Virgil going from an architect degree into going to a huge fashion house like Louis Vuitton and and just bringing in like black culture into his shows that something that's never been done before um, in all of like Louis's history like seeing seeing his collections and seeing him incorporate things like zoot suits from the the 1940s like I would watch the Malcolm the Malcolm X movie. Uh, directed by Spike Lee, and I'll see the zoot suits in that movie, and then seeing Virgil, uh, like implement that into his collection. It's like it's something that's beautiful. Um, even like more musically, like now I I listen to a lot of uh, Skepta, I listen to a lot of like Lancey Foe, um, Cardi, like a lot of these people, like a lot of them do, a, they do a lot of work with fashion. Um, whether like believe it or not, um, so people like Skepta, people like Cardi, like. They're, they're over here walking the runways. They're doing work with, with creative directors, such as like Matthew Williams. They're doing work with Kanye, Virgil all the time. Um, and it's like, they're, they're bringing in the music side of things, but they're also like tapping into their creative sense and in, in, in fashion and everything comes together. I think that's the beauty of, of just the youth culture nowadays. It's like the, the music you listen to can like help you find your, your style, like your personal style. Like, uh, the the fashion that you like can help you find different artists who who walk these runways and like who do work with these creative directors. So everything everything just it's like intertwined in a sense. Like everything just connected. That's funny you speak about music. Not gonna lie, and sort of like listening to Skepta and like Cardi how it influences you. Because yeah, in in, our, in an interview at Complex, Bart even said how like he looked at sort of dropping clothes is like an album and like he treats his clothes like an album and how like everything has to go platinum and like how the pop-up like has to go platinum like sort of I think that it's so cool that I guess you can I I, I mean I've even seen this with like Supreme like growing up in New York like in the city and just seeing how I guess music is really shaped like fashion but what is, I guess, like one, cause there have been a lot of musicians and celebrities that have worn barriers. Like what is like one musician you love to like have rep your brand? Um, one, I don't know, one, one is difficult, but like, I would love to see, um, 
it would be crazy to see someone like Kanye um, where, or just because like for me, like growing up on his music, listening to like graduation in the car with my mom and then like seeing how far um, he came and, and what he was able to do um, in the fashion world. And to because Kanye, like Kanye, he, he has a very interesting like sense of style and sense of taste as well in fashion. Like it's, it's like he's always been an inspire an inspiration to me in like it's in fashion uh for the sense like he would wear things like the louis v jaspers that he that he made and and um he would help with like the runway shows he would inter in do internships in, in fendi like things that people were never doing before um and he like he knows so much more and he knows so much that like i would love to take some advice from him, some words from him. Um, even though he has done a lot of questionable things in the past, but um, I feel like in the creative sense, I would love to see him wear our clothes, but more bigger, bigger, like for the bigger picture though, I'd, I'd, I'd love to see somebody like, um, you know, Cornell West, for example, wear our clothes. Somebody like, just just anybody, like anybody like that, honestly. Um, it would just be really interesting to see like figures like Cornell West um, just wear our clothes and, and really, uh, you know, talk to us and sit down and just talk to us about the whole process and, and um, you know, just gain information and advice from him as well. Um, even even like former members of the Panthers, like Bobby Seale, uh, it would be it would be amazing to see him uh, with our pieces and just sit down and just talk to him about his life and, and how much he inspired us. And it would just be a beautiful sight to see um, all those, all those people. I definitely, I heard you when you were talking about how like Kanye, Virgil have been doing some like, you know, some interesting things I would say with their platforms. Um, and yeah. I think what's tough is that sort of even me loving fashion and everything, like when you see people like that, you know, Virgil really, put on a lot of black creatives and a lot of black designers and influence, excuse me, a lot of us. So I guess sort of seeing, you know, Virgil, for example, charging like $400 for a t-shirt and then it coming out or him posting like that he only is like donating like $20 to like, you know, um, a movement. It, it's tough to sort of see those types of things, even if it's like a misconception or if it was a mistake, whatever it may be. I guess with berries, however, I feel like you guys really put an effort in sort of like if you do spend like, you know, over 100 on a T-shirt or a hoodie, like you're almost in a way investing in yourself and your own culture. Um, do you sort of see it like that as a creative director? And sort of how do you ensure that, I guess, in the future? Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, you know, because it's like, you know, it's more the way that I see it, I see it as something that's more than just um, what we're doing to like get money, like it's not just a quick crash grab, like, because the whole process, we're putting in hours and hours of work into figuring out what we're going to do for these pieces, like hours of inspiration and knowledge that we're putting into these pieces. And it's like, we want to make sure so that we want to make sure that everybody's able to learn from something. And it's, it's more than just, oh, it's just a cool design. Um, designs are cool and all, but at the end of the day, it's like not just the quality of the of the products that we're making, but also the whole story that's behind the pieces. Um, and I think that's something that we try to aim for within every collection, every installation, every piece. Um, and 
that's why I like working with barriers is such an important thing to me because um, it's like more than just money. Um, it's just inspiring the people. And that's something that's, that always keeps me going regardless of where I am or what I'm doing. So barriers are doing a really good job of that. I guess sort of to branch away from barriers, obviously now that you're in the fashion world, I would say like, what is Abolish Global? Can you tell us sort of what that's going to be and what it's sort of looking like right now and it's like starting stages? Yeah, so Abolish is uh, this creative organization that uh, me and my close friend, Daquan, are starting. Um, so with Abolish, it was like, we're, we're at like pretty low points in our lives. Like when we first started, it was like, we didn't really know what we were going to do. It was This was before barriers, like, we wanted to tap into our creative side of things, but like, we didn't know how to, you know, get our names out there. We didn't know like what exactly we we're going to plan on doing. Um, but abolish like what it means to us. And, and in general, like, you know, people, when they hear the word abolish, it's like often to end, a, put an end to like a system an institution, you know, et cetera. Um, and we wanted abolish to represent something similar in the sense that we're putting an end to, um, anything that limits freedom, anything that limits knowledge, anything that limits creativity, um, sense of ex expression. Um, and, you know, that's that's what Abolish means to us. And um, the whole brand and the logo, um, there's not a lot of things out there. Yeah, we haven't posted anything, but um, once we do drop um, the logo, it was inspired by the North Star. Um, and the North Star played a, a crucial role in helping the enslaved find their freedom and find their way up north um and you know frederick Douglass, he had a newspaper called the north star and the stars are a symbol of, of freedom but also a symbol of ascension you know like reaching for the stars um you know always trying to uh break barriers but also you know do things that people would have never imagined um we want to work we want our work to inspire the youth primarily the youth um but pretty much everybody but we're we're prioritizing the youth with our organization um, because a lot of the kids from our communities, places like Syracuse, like I was saying before, um, they're not given this creative expression. They're not given the freedom to, you know, f to be who they really are. Um, so with Abolish, we want the, these kids to reach for the stars and to go against the grain and just to free themselves mentally um, from whatever it is that they're going up against. And, uh, to go in depth about what Abolish is going to do, um, like for, for me and Daquan, um, growing up in a low-income low community like Syracuse, we're taught that there's not that many possibilities that come with being creative. Um, we're taught to prioritize, you know, things like STEM and just things like econ or just things that make you money. Um, and, and for me, that's not, that's not who I am. That's not who I represent. And there's nothing wrong with that. But for me and like other people who want to be creatives, um, you know, we often ask ourselves, you know, like, why does money have to define success? Like, um, why, why, why aren't we given the hope uh, that we're going to be successful people as creatives? Um, it's these questions that, that spark this idea. So for, for the organization aspect of things, we're making clothes. Yes. Like we're making things like jeans and we're making things, um, we're making things like art pieces and, um, all these, all the funds that go to these pieces are going back into the, to the kids that, um, 
we're trying to reach out to. So we want a boss to be a platform where um, kids can send us their work. Kids can um, show their films, their short films, their music, their artwork, whatever it is. And um, we showcase it on our page and we showcase it to the world so that they know like, yo, these, there are kids from these places that people would have never imagined. And they're over here doing these amazing things. Um, and they're just, they're just like going against the grain. And um, so we want, we want it to be a kind of like a platform for kids um, to really just get exposure, but also like get rewards, get recognition from what they're doing. Um, and we don't want to limit ourselves to just making clothes. Like the reason why we call it a, like a creative organization is because uh, we're doing, we're doing a lot of, of clothes, you know, but like, we don't want to just be limited to brand or quote unquote. Um, we want to get more people involved. We want to just give people a platform. Um, so for example, one of the pieces that we're making right now, we're making these jeans and um, it has a lot to do with things like prison reform. So it's like these pieces, like the donation, the proceeds that everything that we make, the profits that we make, like it's going towards prison reform. And it's gonna be a, a, a similar theme throughout. So like whatever piece we make, it's gonna have a specific theme, whether it's education, prison reform, whatever it is, like the proceeds are going towards those causes so that people, people are not only like, you know, wearing the clothes and, and appreciating the clothes, but everything is going back towards the community. Um, and then, it's helping it's helping us get recognition and also that recognition that we're getting from other people it's allowing the kids and the people who are submitting their work and their um their pieces to us uh gain recognition as well i know it was a lot like it's a lot um that i was saying but it's a lot there's a lot that's going on with the boss so it's like it's all in the works as of right now um but yeah that's kind of was being brought into it now that you're finally i would say yeah like again like i think you being a creative designer at a brand like barriers which is definitely like still like it's big but it's definitely still going to keep getting bigger and bigger mm -hmm. what do you see as like your major goal right now in like the fashion world like where do you want to be in 10 years from now fashion wise um so like for me i don't really have or go like with fashion. Um, I think for me, it's the bigger picture is just to um, to be me and like to not be confined to one thing for my entire life. One thing that I do want to do, however, is to make an impact for my entire life. Um, you know, I love I love fashion. I love I love making clothes. But um, at the end of the day, if I'm not making an impact, if I'm not influencing people around me, then that that's not going to mean anything to me because um, at the end of the day, like the clothes, uh, the art, every, everything has a bigger picture behind it. Um, I think, uh, I think Du Bois said it best when it comes to art. He was saying um, art, the, the power of art, um, it all depends on what you're doing with that art, um, especially as a black artist. So if you're, if you're making art um, and you're not inspiring the people around you, and you're not impacting and empowering the people around you, how much does that art truly mean to you? And that's that's something that I would always ask myself. Am I able to make an impact with this piece? Am I able to um, help the next kid find their dream, achieve their goal? 
um, that's that's really what I want to do um, for the future, just to continue inspiring, whether that's in fashion, whether that's in uh, that's locally in my community, whether that's through an organization. Um, my goal is just to make an impact and to influence those around. I didn't even think about that, like, because it seems like for you right now, like fashion is definitely like I feel like it's definitely an outlet of yours. Like you'll put your Instagram. I'll have your Instagram like the description, like the outfits you have on everything like. I feel like it's definitely sort of like an outlet of like your create creativeness and like your brilliance, but it's it's also like you're making it clear like that's not like the limit of what it's gonna be, and right. like I I really mess with that like that's really that's really what's up, but um I guess sort of going away from fashion now is there like a dream sort of job that you wanna have in the future or something they wanna um. Yeah, like like I was saying, um, my dream, my dream would be to do something for like for my city, Syracuse. Um, like for example, I'm kind of working on a program right now. Um, like a, it's like a dialogue program, also like kind of like a creative program. But uh, the whole the whole point of that is that um, in Syracuse, like recently, like there's been. There's been a lot of, of, of violence, a lot of, of negativity as a whole. And like, you know, I've seen my friends get affected by that. Like, you know, I lost people. Um, I, lo- I lost people who I used to go to school with. And then those people are losing other people. And it's just like, it's a cycle. And it's a, it's a, it's a horrible cycle um, to see. And it's like, for me, one thing I want to do is with this program or whatever it is that I'm doing, I want to, um, I want to give kids, students in general, a, a place where they could sit down and debrief and, and have dialogue and just um, start conversations amongst themselves. One thing uh, about Columbia, um, we have this thing called the Black Reading Group. Um, when you get to campus, you should definitely check it out. It's like this, it's like a club. It's like every every Tuesday, um, we just sit down and we might have like a, a, a book or like an excerpt from the book or part of a speech um, and we go in a circle and we we read and at the end after we finish reading um, kind of debrief we talk about what we learned and we we relate it back to ourselves and it's a place where we're vulnerable but also there's like the sense of trust amongst ourselves and one thing um, that you know I don't see enough of in my cities just kids opening up and trusting them like uh, trusting the people around them um, like teachers, they're not doing enough. Counselors aren't doing enough. Counselors are um, over here putting uh, these low expectations on students as if they can't be successful, as if they can't go into Ivy Leagues, as if they can't um, be successful creatives. It's things like that where students um, don't feel, you know, don't feel trusted and like they don't feel the trust. They don't feel vulnerable. It's like, how, how do you expect them to open up? How do you expect them to do well in school if, if they're dealing with so much at home? And then these adult figures that we're supposed to look up to, they're not, they're not over here doing what they're supposed to. They're not doing their job. They're not encouraging the students. So it's like, I want to be able to help my, the kids just to open up and, and to speak about what's going on in the city and just kind of debrief and, and and establish a sense of trust amongst themselves. If we're able to start with just a group of 10, 20 kids, you know, they could tell their other friends and that could grow to like 50 and then potentially the entire city could get involved. 
um, that's that's the goal just to start small but like just whatever impact that I can make um is whatever I want to do that's I'm, I'm happy with you know that's that's the end goal is just to, to help the kids around my city and then from there expand and, and help people around the globe um but most importantly like right now my my goal is to really help people in Syracuse the kids in Syracuse you know is it okay if I just like leave just say a few more things yeah of course bro you, you got it yeah. yeah so like um it's crazy because um sometimes like you know like I was telling you before it, it all, all it took for me was a dm and that like pretty much changed my life um so one thing like for the people who are watching and, and even for you like yo don't 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 hesitate to reach out to people like it doesn't matter how big they are on instagram it doesn't matter like how famous they are i'm telling you a dm like just a simple message can go so far in life like you could you could be at a, a, a low point but like just even just having the courage and just being able to just send a message and just you know hoping for the best like that gets to a lot for you man it's like and it's just insane to me looking back on how how much that's done for me um so like especially because you're about to be a freshman at Columbia and and you have you're gonna have an amazing journey amazing time there like really just network like for me um as a freshman my freshman year I went to a lot of different pop-ups in Soho like and I would just talk to people there like I'm not I'm a very reserved I'm a quiet person but like for some reason, like when I was in Soho, when I was just talking to other creatives around me, um, people like Walter, who was very tapped into the fashion, but like I would never expect to have a conversation with him. But like he was just there, he was being, he was just being very, like a very good dude, man. Like, and a lot of these people, they're just regular people, man. Like at the end of the day, like regardless of how much fame they have, they're normal people like you, and like they'll be willing to have conversations. So, so don't, don't be afraid to reach out. Um, and it could go a very, very long way. So please network, network, network. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of What's Not Going On. I want to give a special thanks to Mason. His socials will be in the description of this video. You can find his Instagram there and you can also find the Instagram of Barriers as well. There should be a couple pop-ups coming up later this year and maybe one in New York City early next year. Uh, stay tuned. And you can also check out our Instagram at What's Not Going On. On there, you can ask us questions, send in reviews, and even get little sneak peeks at new episodes every week. As always, I appreciate all of the support. I truly, truly do. And I'll see you next week.